Well, good morning and welcome to Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. I'm Adam Wright. It's our first Friday in the season of Lent. On this Friday, February 16th, it is good to be with you this morning. Let's begin in prayer with our morning offering in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's so good to be with you on this Friday morning. We do have a lot that we are going to get to in today's show. Uh, We are in the beginning of the season of Lent. We're going to continue to talk about some useful things for that. We've got for our radio listeners some homilies, one on detaching from the media, and a great way to do that is reorienting your media. I'm just going to say that, and that's where Covenant Network is a great aid during the season of Lent. You can tune in for programs like Roadmap to Heaven, Our Prayers, and whatnot, and kind of get away from that. Uh, I've got to know what's going on, what's going on, what's going on mentality. We've got a homily on the altars of sacrifice and the Lenten journey, seeking our hidden, seeking hidden gems, not our hidden gems, but the hidden gems. A homily on how close to being a saint am I? It's a question. Ask yourself right now, how close are you to being a saint? And then Corey Grizzle's with us to talk about praying through the day. Many of us have said we want to pray more, and during the season of Lent, that's a great goal. How do we do that? Well, pray throughout the day. Corey's going to tell us more about that later on in the show. But first, let's go to Mike Roberts for our weather and saint of the day. Today is the feast day of St. Juliana, who was a martyr. Born near the beginning of the 4th century in what is now Turkey, when she was still a young lady, she converted to Christianity an act that enraged her father, Africanus, who realized his daughter's conversion put his career as a Roman bureaucrat in serious jeopardy. Her conversion was also extremely dangerous because this was during the reign of the Roman Emperor Diocletian. Against her will, Juliana's father promised her in marriage to a Roman senator named Elysius, but she refused to marry him. In response, both men had Juliana arrested for being a Christian. She was imprisoned and brutally tortured. There were reports that she was seen fighting Satan and throwing him to the ground. Finally, she was sentenced to death, burned at the stake, then thrown into a cauldron of boiling oil. St. Juliana, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Daily Offering God the Father, I thank Thee for creating me. God the Son, I thank Thee for redeeming me. God the Holy Spirit, I thank Thee for sanctifying me. Infuse into my thoughts, words, and actions Thy grace so that they may be supernaturally pleasing to thee and supernaturally rewarding to me forever. O blessed Trinity, abundantly assist me in becoming that which thou intended me to become when thou created me. For in thy perfection I will give thee the glory thou desirest of me, and in that perfection I will find my greatest joy in heaven. Amen. Corey Grizzle's with us today on Roadmap to Heaven. And Corey, it was about four years ago that I started here at Covenant Network. We started broadcasting Roadmap to Heaven, and my schedule for my day-to-day life changed uh, significantly. One of the reasons I was really looking forward to starting here was I needed a change in my daily schedule. 
I had no idea that, you know, four years later, whether the alarm clock was set, I was going to be getting up around 5, 5.30 in the morning, um, just out of habit, out of routine. And when you get up, and that's really not all that early compared to other people in radio. I know Mm -hmm. people that get up far earlier than that. (laughs) But when you get up at 5 o'clock every day, you're on the air by 7. By 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I am tired, and the kids are just getting home from school, and they're like, Dad, can we do this? Dad, let's go do that. Dad, can you help me with this? Dad, what's that? Best saying, hey, can you help make dinner? Can you help do this? Oh, we've got to go to this meeting. we got to go to that thing, and I'm just, I can't anymore. I'm going to need a lot of coffee tomorrow morning <laughs> to get through this. And I think back to a scene in one of my favorite TV shows, and the main character, he was playing the president of the United States. He was talking with one of the potential candidates to be the next president, and he said, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this without prayer. Prayer is how I get through every day. And I'm just saying amen to a TV show, which is kind of odd. But it's the truth. I mean, you are a mother and you are busy. You are a wife. You are busy, busy, busy (laughs) in life. I've been to the Grizzle household. Why is prayer so vital for you to make it through the day? Prayer is so vital for me for so many different reasons. Um, Definitely just to be able to get through my day, like you said, um, because if I'm not praying for strength every day, if I'm not praying for patience, if I'm not praying for those things, then then my emotions will overtake me. If I'm not understanding that God is actually the ultimate, um, I don't know, delver of my emotions, then, you know, I realize I have to take care of those things and I don't want to. I want God to say, nope, this is how you are going to um, you're going to execute all of those things in your life. So they're little tiny things throughout the day. And, um, you know, a lot of people will say, wake up early and do your prayer time. And then, you know, maybe set your alarm. You can set your alarm for Angelus at 6 a.m. And, and noon and 6 p.m. And I know people who do that. They set their alarm for the Divine Mercy at 3 o'clock. And those are all great suggestions. My day is so different all the time that it's, it, it, in my brain, it's too hard for me to do that. I should do it. Maybe I should. Like we were talking about before with the saints, maybe you should. Maybe you should. If, if you look at, at those uh, promises or devotions, you should do those things. Yep, I should do those things. Uh, I always forget. <laughs> you should you should have one of the grizzled children just like hand them your phone and say, right. please put these alarms in my phone and, and, and make sure that they <laughs> go off go. every day. Somebody should just do that. So if you're in that you know aspect where I absolutely need the alarms to go off and I should say these prayers at these times, it, there's so much fruit that comes with that. If there's a if there's a way that that's just not going to happen for you, then let's just think through the whole day. What are you doing? You're washing dishes. So you wash the dish and you think about the person who's going to use that dish next and you pray for that person and it's just a throw it up there prayer that just says I I want to pray for this person. I want to pray for my daughter. I want to pray for my son. I want to pray for my husband so that they have a great day today. Something simple as that. We're going to do that with laundry, you know, when we're folding somebody's clothes. And maybe we had, a, we had a fight with them the night before. So we're just going to pray that everything softens and we can see eye to eye. Who knows what you have to pray for, for another person. Answer the phone. Now, today we have caller ID all the time. But in the past, when I was much younger, (laughs) you didn't know if I didn't pay for caller ID, which I didn't, you didn't know who's on the other end of the phone. And so somebody would call. And before you picked up that phone, you didn't know if it was a telemarketer getting in the middle of your dinner or your grandma. So you picked up the phone and you said a prayer for the person on the other end of the line, because who knows what their day is like. It's just, it's very important to pray through the day. 
I, I remember those days when I would get a call for Adam, right? Is this, is this Adam, right? Adam. May I speak with Adam? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know Adam. He's not here. Um, but, you know, I'll pray for you. I love this because I mean, it could be something very simple. And this is where rote prayer can be a great tool for yes. us. Um, you're doing something repetitive, like the dishes, like the laundry. Blessed Mother, for the person who will use this plate, please intercede for them. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Mm-hmm. While you're washing the dish or drying the dish, um, we we have little kids, and I don't know if you did this, but teaching them how to wash your hands, it was always, you know, sing Hail through Mary. the ABCs mm-hmm. or pray the Hail mm-hmm. Mary. I like uh, when uh, th- that pesky little virus first reared its head mm-hmm. in 2020. They said, make sure you wash your hands for this long, which is about the length of time to sing the Salve Regina. Mm. So I just put that on our bathroom mirror and said, this yeah. is wash your hands and sing the Salve Regina. But it's it's really a great thing. And we can get a lot of different prayers in and it can help to pass the time. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I will find time to pray. Those are the days where my prayer falls apart because you know what <laughs> ends up happening? I can't find the time. Sometimes we just got to hit the brakes and say, all right, stop. I I don't have the time to pray, but I'm praying right now either way. Mm-hmm. Right. We're in the car. As mothers, we're in the car all the time. So, you know, is there is there just at that time, can you think a little bit about who who do I need to pray for or what do I need in my life that will help the other people around me uh, to to soften whatever I need to soften or to strengthen whatever I need to strengthen to be able to do those things. But rope prayer is good in those ideas because maybe you have an idea, but you don't really know what to say. So just pray a Hail Mary, pray a Glory Be, pray a Memorare. That's my favorite. I like calling for board meetings, uh, you know, to use a business analogy. Oh, I've got a meeting coming up that I am not looking forward to, you know, whether it's we've all had these moments where school calls and says, we need to talk about your kid Um, or, you know, maybe you have a meeting at work. Maybe you have an interview, maybe whatever it may be, but you're going into it. You know, you're nervous. You know, you're anxious about it. Well, have you asked your guardian angel to have a little board meeting with their guardian angel Mm. and, uh, you know, get the guardian angels together and say, all right, work this out so that we're both at our best. Please intercede for us. Please help us. And whatever heavenly assistance you can give, ask God to be with us. Help us, you know, ask for those graces that we're not even thinking to ask for. And our guardian angels, that's their whole job is to intercede for us Mm -hmm. and to to help protect us. They're going to respond to that if we invite them in. And I love that. Not just you, my guardian angel, but if you can talk to (laughs) their guardian angel, too, that would be great. Um, Especially, you know, I I love married couples that say whenever maybe there is a big decision in the house Mm -hmm. or, you know, I know it's hard to believe, but from time to time, spouses say things that are hurtful to one another, whether it was intentionally or not. It happens uh, before you have that hard conversation. Ask your guardian angels to intercede. Mm -hmm. Ask your patron saints to intercede. Ask this whole team of heaven that you've got praying for you to intercede. Uh, Other times you like to pray. We said laundry, dishes. You know, I love the carpool pickup mm-hmm. line. It's a good time to pray. What else? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, as, as I was going to say, we pray for little things all the time. So so there's lots of times throughout the day when you wake up in the morning, you can absolutely read your scripture. If you have a plan, try and follow the plan. Um, but if you can't, then you've got other times to pick up, you know, whatever you can do. We pray for little things all the time, too, like the good parking spot at the Walmart because I don't want to take the baby into the cold, you know. Um, and, you know, if it, doesn't, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And then you say, okay, God, I guess you had other plans for me. I guess, I guess we'll be, you know, run into the, into the store in the cold. That's fine. But, you know, just pray for those things because it brings God to mind in the little things through the day. And it brings God into your brain. And you are saying, you know what? If it doesn't happen the way I want it to happen, clearly it's going to happen the way God wants it to happen. And so don't be afraid to ask for the little things and, and just 
don't think that you have to have um, a perfect prayer for it. Just, you know, throw it up there and say, my Lord and my God, help. Beth loves to send me little text messages throughout the day, especially when she's working. How's your day going? How are you doing? Or if she knows, you know, it's a particularly stressful day for whatever reason, she'll check in. She'll send me pictures of the kids on her day off, like, oh, we just did this. This is fun. This is great. Those moments, I I like to think of those. Those should all be invitations to say, oh, hey, God, thank you for this moment with the kids. Or, hey, God, please help me with this. Because the more we can be in these little conversations with God throughout the day, the easier it is to then have those times of mental prayer where we're intensely saying, Mm -hmm. holy half hour, Mm -hmm. holy hour, I'm just going to focus and contemplate the divine mystery, um, whether it's his face, his name, or or just to listen to his will. It's a, a great practice for us to get into. Corey, sadly, we are out of time, but we will have you back on the show. You know that, and I know that. This is always a sad time, but I'm excited to come back every time. You should send us to the break here. You haven't done that in a while. (laughs) We're going to take a break here at Roadmap to Heaven, and we'll be back after this. Prayer for God's blessing of one's daily work. O Lord, my God, creator and ruler of the universe, it is your will that human beings accept the duty of work. May the work I do bring growth in this life to me and to those I love and help to extend the kingdom of Christ. Give all persons work that draws them to you and to each other in cheerful service. I unite all my work with the sacrifice of Jesus in the Holy Mass, that it may be pleasing to you and give you glory. I beg your blessing upon all my efforts with St. Joseph as my example and guide. Help me to do the work you have asked and come to the reward you have prepared. Amen. There's a certain satisfaction in life when we take on something that might be difficult and we accomplish what we set out to do, to say that was hard, but we stuck with it and we did it. And I hope that as we wrap up the Daily Dose of Encouragement this week, many of, if not all of us, are saying, okay, this was hard, but it was worth it, and I'm glad we did it. And here to wrap up our examination of the temples of our own souls and putting them in order, guided by the Ten Commandments and an examination of conscience, is Patty Schneier. Well, I'm just really pointing you to Bishop Robert Barron, of course, and the Word on Fire Bible and what inspired me to really just stop, ponder, and go through the Ten Commandments as an examination of conscience. And so today we're going to look at the Ninth and Tenth Commandments. The Ninth Commandment, of course, is you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, and the Tenth Commandment, you shall not covet your neighbor's goods. Here's what Bishop Barron wrote. Coveting or desiring is our tendency to want things because other people want them, which leads to conflict. Don't play these games of conflict. Now, I'll be honest. I never really thought that I had a problem with coveting, but I do. And it isn't pretty. For me, it's travel. I'm at the stage of life where most of my friends are empty nesters. And once you finally get your kids through Catholic schools and colleges, honestly, it's like getting a huge pay raise. And so most of my friends and most of my family members, we are empty nesters and most of us are starting to travel. And when I hear that so-and-so went to Greece, my heart covets that trip. Or a friend walked the Camino in Spain. I covet that trip. Or I'm often asked, have you been to Medjugorje or Poland, Lourdes or Fatima? And I say no. But inside, I covet what they have seen and experienced. The horrible thing about this is that I have already been to amazing places all over the world. 
having lived in Europe as an au pair girl when I was 19. I've been all over more than any one person deserves in a lifetime. Here's the problem. It's never enough. My husband has told me, Patty, as soon as one trip of a lifetime is over, you are already thinking of your next trip. And it's true. I covet traveling. So what is it for you? What is it in your life that is never enough? And it causes conflict. Ask the Lord for the grace to shine light on this area of your life and then take a cord and clear it out of your soul like Jesus had to do with the the merchants and the moneylenders. Whenever we want to put the temple of our soul back in order, let's turn to the Ten Commandments. And remember, they are there to help us. I am so grateful for the Ten Commandments, which we can use every time as an examination of conscience. This is one of those weeks that certainly brings to life that phrase, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. The Ten Commandments are a wonderful source of reflection for us as we do an examination of conscience to ask ourselves that question, what do I need to do to get the temple of my soul in order? Do I need to get to confession? And then just go. Patty, thank you for this daily dose of encouragement. You know, I think often in the season of Lent, of uh, if you know the Franciscan friars of the Renewal, um, one of the original eight friars was Father Stan Fortuna. He's still with the friars, and he's still doing things out there in ministry. Um, I was exposed to his music as a high school teenager, and he uh, you know, was among, I guess, the pioneers of the Catholic hip-hop artists, um, and just a musical genius. But one of my favorite tracks of his is called Psalm 51, and it, it starts with just this very simple groove. And in the background, they, you just hear him repeat over and over, have mercy on my God in your kindness, in your compassion, blot out my offense. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion, blot out my offense. And I'm thinking about that in this season of Lent, that you know, that, that is the question, uh, not really the question, but that's something we should be saying over and over and over again. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion, blot out my offense. And I've been really reflecting on this quite a bit uh, these past few weeks. Uh, I've been working on a talk for a men's conference that's coming up, not, not the one tomorrow, which if you're going to Catholic Men for Christ tomorrow, I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. But one coming up, and it's going to be on suffering and the redemptive power of suffering, which you know is something very near and dear to my heart. And one of the things that I keep coming back to is every day, every day we encounter just a million moments that can test us in small ways or in big ways. And sometimes we do really well. Sometimes we make those choices and we we accept that grace. We're aided by grace. Uh, We have the desire. Our will conforms to our desire to become saints. And we choose the right thing. We choose to do what's going to make us holy. We set aside what's not going to to help us as we seek to grow in holiness. And other days we don't, you know, and and just like you, I have days that are great. I have weeks that are great. I have times, oh, well, got to go to confession again. Not proud of it. I don't like it, but I refuse to be embarrassed by it. 
I refuse to be prideful and say, I can do this on my own. I'm just going to go. And Lent is a great reminder of that, that great psalm. Have mercy on my, me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion, blot out my offense, because he is kind. And if that's our desire, if we're truly contrite, if we're truly repentant, if we go to him in the sacrament of reconciliation, he'll blot out our offense. You want to know how much he loves you? Pray the Stations of the Cross today. It's Friday in the season of Lent. Pray the Stations of the Cross today. If you can't go to church, go to covenantcatholic.org. We've got the Stations of the Cross right there that you can meditate on. You read them. You you focus on the images we have. You can also sign up for Rosary Reflections while you're there, read by Teresa Holman. But it's a beautiful opportunity. And on this Friday in particular, I want to challenge you to two things. Pray the Stations of the Cross today. And if it's been a while since you've been to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, go. We're all called to holiness. Lumen Gentium reminds us of that universal call to holiness in the church that everyone, that all the faithful of Christ, whatever rank or status, are called to the fullness of the Christian life and to the perfection of charity. By this holiness, as such, a more human manner of living is promoted in this earthly society. We have to do it. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, whatever the weather brings you today, be careful out there. Be safe. And again, if you're going to Catholic Men for Christ tomorrow, men, I look forward to seeing you there. Until next time, for Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Pray your rosary today.